start. Um, rolling. Oh yeah. Hello, hello, hello. We're back for, uh, I don't know if we call it episode two, but a little extension of one, still finalizing things. 1.2. 1.2. I think it's a good spot to be. But yeah, I think we're just going to roll in and maybe try out a few of our top ideas and then take it from there and see where it goes. So I heard that you had a dino fact for us. This is a true statement. I do have a dino fact um, because dinosaurs are sick and, you know, facts are cool too. So together, just a great, great thing. Um, so the fact is pretty cool fact. Um, there's a dinosaur dinosaur called Pegomastax, Pegomastax, um, and it's described as the cross between a parrot and a porcupine, which I think is just a wild combination because those are some cool animals. But when you put them together, yeah, we're gonna have facts about both these dinosaurs to come. But it looks like an inbred Archaeopteryx and Velociraptor. With a touch of turkey vulture. It's an ugly dinosaur, dude. <laughs> I think it's the ugliest dinosaur I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but <laughs> I can imagine that. I mean, I really just think of a parrot with spikes flying. But, like... I did only see artist renditions, but they were not doing any favors. Word, word. Well, yeah, Dino Fact of the Week. We'll be back with another one soon. All right, with the dinosaur fact out of the way, let's move on to the drama in our lives. Boom, boom. Yeah, so current life, we started off with just a little quick, uh, we could do a weekend recap since it is Sunday night. Um, what happened this weekend for me? Oh, okay, I'll start off um, on Friday. Finally didn't have to work. Um, I was pretty pumped because I didn't have to work and I got to go skiing, but I had to make up the hours somehow, and it kind of sucks making up those hours. Friday, Saturday night is what I was told. Friday night was just brutal after skiing. Just got home so beat and just had to sit down and do four hours of work, and it was hard. You did note that it went pretty quick, though. Oh, it flew by. Flew by, but I was just sitting there like, oh, fuck my life. This sucks. But, hey, we got through. Um, and then ended up – oh, then some people came over and we played uh, Battleship Shots, which was pretty lit game. Um, I thought it was cool. Homemade, too. Yeah, it definitely goes. Yeah. We do have a surplus of cardboard, but we'll get to that yeah, it's at true. a later date. <laughs> Got a lot of cardboard. Um, then, yeah, woke up, um, headed out to Eldora to ski on Saturday with um, some of the homies, Max, Charlie, Lexi, Clifford, Lesniak. Pretty good day. Park opened up. Um, we expected a lot more out of the park. Eldora, come on now. That was some East Coast mini rails. 
but um, they're doing work on the jumps, which looked cool. I didn't really do anything cool at all, um, but that was okay. It's just fun to ski around. Um, then got back, chilled for a bit, showered. Um, then I went over to the homie Nikki's house, did some booze in there, some some good boozing. I drank Fireball, which uh, got me going, as always. Um, and then we went to our friend Juju's house, who has a hot tub, which was fire. Chilled in the hot tub. We had like 10 people in the hot tub. Thing was overflowing. It was warm. It was good. We just drank more. Some kid ordered McDonald's and was just giving it out, which was huge. Oh, that's a move. Yeah. I had two spicy. Kind soul. Two spicy McChickens. Yeah. We're like, Yo. Two. Yeah, two. <laughs> we were hammering. He's like, who wants stuff? I was like, give me two. And, he's, and I was like kind of joking, but he got two, which was hype. And we're like, how much do you, we owe you? And he's like, no, dude, we're good. Um, we're like, damn, dude, you legend. He's like, yeah, and I put in the wrong address, like, down the street. And so I just walked, <laughs> like, a block down, grabbed the food, and then came back. And we're like, oh, yeah, you've been gone for, like, a half hour. <laughs> we totally forgot about him, which is pretty funny. But surprising, it was good. <clears throat> and then it was a late night. And then I got home at, like, 530 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> To me, watching the Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> watching the soccer game here. Uh, and yeah, that's how it went. Then today, just had to do four more hours of work, hungover, and now we're here. <laughs> now we're here. You watched football today. It's true. I caught, uh, you know who Jamie Vardy is? Do not. No, he's Jamie Vardy, a.k.a. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Came in clutch for Leicester in the... Uh, 90th minute. It's tied 1-1 against Sheffield, worst team in the league. 90th minute. Scores a goal, wins a game. Boom. Slides into the corner, kicks the flag, breaks it, just shatters everywhere. Man, it was it a great goal? Yeah, it was a good goal. That's what he does. He does, He just run, makes the perfect run. They saw him the ball. He takes three touches straight at the keeper. They're all trying to catch him, and he just whips it in from 16 yards away. It's nice. Uh... After that, I went skiing myself at Eldora, and early on in that first lap, something felt wrong, and I've learned, I'm not that old, I'm not that wise, but I learned when, when something feels off, you gotta stop and check it out, just didn't feel right. So I slide to the side, and I try to stop, but uh, my left ski just pops off, it just slides right out from my heel, I go and I catch it, dive on it making a fool of myself, have, still having a good time, thinking, you know, it just it happens. I can shove my neck warmer in the heel piece. I've made it work before. Uh, but no, this time, plastic's broken, no saving it. Uh, I got about half of one run in, half of one run on one skin. Uh, park looked pretty nice. They had more than just short box rails. And I don't think they put stuff in last night. They could have. It was all... Totally groomed when I got there at like 10. Mm-hmm. So after losing my binding, like my sixth one, uh, play a lot of Rocket League and I've just been bombing MMR, just losing ranks left and right. Can't catch a win. It's all my <laughs> teammates' faults. And I know it's my teammates' faults because I've been grinding ones too. And I went from plat one, now I'm flirting with diamond one. So, like, come on, teammates. 
I forget if this was yesterday or today, but I remember you had the volume on at one point and you sat around and kids like, Hey, what's up team? And you were just like, nobody asked you. <laughs> like, I was like, well, <laughs> geez. Yeah. <Pissed> off. <laughs> yeah. They got me a little, little on edge. That's funny. Yeah. But so, uh, I have a quick story. Okay. Um, when you were talking about the ski malfunctioning, and talking about the Facebook, I mean Facebook, uh, yeah, face use, mask. Use it. <laughs> uh, the face mask. Um, put it like when you put it in your ski when we were at Winter Park the one day. Yeah, oh, I did it for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, rest of the season. But after, it was funny. So we're at this, we're at Winter Park. <laughs> I think it was called like the Fingers or something. Right? I think that's right. Yeah, some pretty gnarly. Um, like cliffed out, legitimate kind of four or five big mountain turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice stuff. Um, and we got it with some good snow. Yeah, rocks everywhere, trees, and I think Devin like lost a ski and skied down like one ski. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Mad tiring, serious <laughs> thigh workout. Just feeling good that, that night. Yeah, and then the ski with thought was to be broken and then you ski the red after that straight moguls to the bottom <laughs> straight moguls and you had to go down just on one ski trying to get down it just looks brutal but yeah and then that's where the the neck guard and the ski was born so what it was is i got new boots sick hype i had the other boots for like six years five six years and I did not take care of them. Didn't know a thing about skis or maintenance or the gear. Uh, but these boots were a little smaller. So when I clipped into the bindings, if I turned too hard, they just, my heel would slide right out. So I, I stuffed it like a bra. <laughs> Patted it right on in there and I was good to go. And then the uh, CU Free Ski park coach said i could not go to nationals unless i bought new heel pieces and stopped with that jank setup uh, i also had two days to do it because he didn't tell me i could go until two days before <laughs> i went to like three shops they're all like it's going to be 100 like, you want us to rush it that much like no dude we just got a line too long at the next place like yeah i'll skip you for 150 it's like I heard rumors of a six pack, and he's like, I got like 70 guys in front of you. Found some other alum who worked at uh, Christie Sports, hooked it up. Still a waste of money. The, the value <laughs> works. <laughs> then I went and broke them at nationals. Then I got them fixed again. Okay, but let's, let's stop. Let's stop before nationals. Okay. So we're going to nationals, the national championships. Of collegiate free skiing, right? So we're going right in on it. Like we're getting deep into who Sam and Devin are. Some yeah, some background stories. I just have <laughs> this all right. Is a, this is a great <laughs> story. We're just segueing right into it. But we're going to nationals. The team we got a flight maybe like eight or nine a.m. something like that. It was way earlier. And maybe yeah, it was it was probably like seven. We had to be at the bus stop I think around like five thirty or six or something. It was early, but we all meet at the bus stop, say, 5.30. We all get there. We're waiting for the bus. Devin, not there. We're like, where the fuck is he? We have no idea. Call his phone. He's not picking up. We don't know what to do. Bus comes, and we're like, all right, I guess we just got to get on. Maybe he'll meet us there. 
but we had no idea. So we get on the bus, get to the airport through security, still no word from Devin. <laughs> We're like, Dev, what's going on? He still won't pick up his phone. And then it was like, I think it was like 10 minutes. We were boarding. And I was like, wait, I think I have Devin's location on my phone. And I go to the location and his phone's at his house. So we were like, oh no. But I had this weird feeling that Devin just might have did some some Devin shit. And just like, I'm not bringing my phone on the trip. So we were like hoping that he was going to show up. We get on the plane. He doesn't show up. We fly across the country to New Jersey. We run to my house. And we finally get in, and as soon as we land, I think we get some texts or whatever saying, like, shit, <laughs> like, I'm not going to make it. And we were like, That's oh, not what I said. Or what, I don't know what you said. I, to- I said, shit to you, called you, uh, texted Jay Brown and Cody, yo, don't worry about it, I'll be there. Yeah, so then we're I'll like. figure it out. Those are the words he used. I'll figure it out. <laughs> So then we get back. We go. We're stopping at my house the day before because we had an extra day. Um, we end up going into New York City, uh, just chilling, doing whatever, showing the some kids the city that they'd never seen before. Um, and I think Devin had communicated at one point that he had to like fly, maybe a connection or something, to two connections, then get back. Get to the airport, take a train, and then a bus, maybe? No, just a train. Just a train. Plus, you're right by your house. Yeah, yeah. A couple blocks from my house. Um, So we end up going to the city. We come back. We get back pretty late, probably around like 11, 12, midnight. And Devin's still not there. And we're just chilling. And then we get a call from Devin. He's like, I can't find your house. He's like, I've been walking around this cul-de-sac for so long. And I was like, I do live on that. So we went outside. I'm like yelling, Devin, where are you? And then we just see coming out of the darkness, this kid walking with his ski bag, like a huge duffel bag, a backpack, just looks like he's had the most horrible day of his life. (laughs) And then he gets back and we start talking about why he missed the flight. No one knew. He just didn't show up. And I think he can explain the rest of that. So it all starts at this place I used to work called Rose Hill. Rose Hill's a liquor store about the size of a bodega. Uh, it's a convenience store for liquor, and <laughs> you get off at about 12, 12.30. I got off at about 12, 12.30. I had sold shooters to the coach for the flight the next day. <laughs> I knew he was more drunk than I was when I got off work. <laughs> I look at some texts from Max, a group chat with Sam, and the consensus was booze for this flight. Yes, as always. <laughs> and these texts were a while ago, so I'm thinking, damn, these guys are going. So I've had four loco twice in my life. <laughs> Once I had like two sips, maybe three while this girl went to the bathroom and I held her drink at a party uh, her my senior year of high school. And I thought, yo, this made me feel something. Two, three sips. So I knew this shit worked. So I got the four loco gold because that's that's what the old man Jim Bean got. He got two double shots of Jim Bean and two four loco golds. I knew this shit worked. (laughs) 
I woke up in New Orleans <laughs> and I'd already been to Texas. <laughs> and I know that because I have videos on my phone. I, I did a great job documenting. Send some oh shit texts. Uh, hopped right on there, found the cheapest way to Nork. And that took about 18 hours, I think, like from layovers, connections and all that. And from that one four loco, I must not have had dinner or lunch or breakfast and just gone through the day, through work, straight to a single four loco. It's not a good, not a good combo. No, but I like that the subconscious got me to where I'm going. It's a really <laughs> it's clutch. It was cute. Yeah, it feels good. I woke up with a cheesesteak in New Orleans, just really upset about how bad the cheesesteak was. That was my main concern when I was like, wait, this this is not smelly belly. I'm on a plane. No, I'm sitting sideways. Like I have the whole row to myself. Like, why am I? Oh, yeah, I'm doing that thing. Oh, the team is not here. All right, that's what happened. Yeah. Classic. All right, I got a different one for you. A different what? Story. Oh, word. I've also got a Four loco story as well. <laughs> While you think on that. I've got a I've got a four loco story. The and last... Before you tell that, this is just a PSA. I don't think either of us support this brand of drink. No, not I at don't. all. I don't stand by it. <laughs> I don't think it should be sold in stores. Totally anecdotal bias, but yeah, that's how I, mean, I feel. It's just too much. No one needs that, really. <laughs> but I think is I probably had a four loco since. But after this time, I was like, no way. I am not having any more four locos. And it was senior year of high school, and me and my buddy Ethan uh, were going – we told our parents we were going on, like, a college visit, but neither of us were going to this college. We were going to the University of Maine at Orono, which is so north Maine. It is cold. It sucks. <laughs> there is in there nothing. in the summer, and I was wearing a sweatshirt. There's nothing there. It's ass. But there's this kid that we knew from our high school that was a freshman there, so, like – we're like, oh, let's go do a, like a college visit for the weekend. That's what we told our parents. But we were really just going up to like party with him. They knew that. Yeah, they knew that. But uh, we thought we were sneaky. But um, so we go up, and it was a 10-hour drive. It was brutal. Um, we finally roll up, and this kid, we go to this kid's dorm. And he goes, do you guys bring alcohol? And we're like, no. Uh, we thought maybe one of you could get us some alcohol. He goes, oh. Yeah, we can get you some alcohol. You just got to drive us to the store. We're like, okay. So we get back in the car, drive. We're like, can you just get us like a, a rack of Keystone or something? He's like, yeah, I got you. Goes in the store, comes out with four Four Locos. And we were like, that, that's not what we asked for. He goes, I don't care. This is what you're drinking tonight. And we were like, oh, shit. You heard the rumors. <laughs> you know what this shit does. Yeah. He was getting us fucked up. Um, so we go to this pregame. We don't really know what to expect, but this kid, Kyle, who we were visiting, his best friend was um, on the football team. Massive dude. He's like 6'5", like 275, big dude from Massachusetts. Has a heavy Boston accent. So we end up going to like the football team pregame, and we are just these little white kids <laughs> walking around and these monsters everywhere. 
And we're like, all right, we're gonna we'll drink one four loco at the pregame. So we start drinking. This kid is like DJing in this like dorm room pregame. Like he was in the dorms. So it was tight. It was tight. Um, and we're drinking the four locos, getting fucked up. And how I, are their dorms compared to CUs? Similar, just shitty. Similar, yeah. yeah. Two dorms beds, mini fridge, desk, whatever. But um we drink the four locos and then it just kind of went south from there. Um He's like, all right, we're all going to this frat party. Let's fucking do it. It's going to be sick. We're like, okay. And we're walking there in a big group. And the buddy Kyle was like with some other people. So we didn't know exactly where he was. We get to the frat. He goes in, I guess. And then we get up there and they're like, who the fuck are you guys? We're like, oh, we're with Kyle. And he's like, who's Kyle? And obviously we couldn't get in. So then we're like, all right, let's go to the car and drink the second four loco and see what happens. After that no recollection of anything at all. I wake up in the morning. It was probably 10 a.m. No idea where my buddy Ethan is. I wake up. I am laying in two boxes of Domino's, like half eaten, sandwiched in between these six foot eight, (laughs) 350 pound dudes on the floor of this (laughs) dorm covered in pizza with these two guys. And I'm like, what (laughs) the fuck? is happening i have no idea where i am i don't know where no like no idea where my phone is Even mrs brown proud <laughs> i get up i was like i gotta get out of here <laughs> I, like i just knew the name of the dorm that my buddy lived in so i like got out i'm looking like a wreck ask like a random kid on campus where this dorm is and i like don't have a key to get in so i have to i'm just like there's snow everywhere it's like 30 degrees out i'm sitting outside this dorm and like waiting for someone to let me in I finally get to the door, knock. My buddy Ethan is like sound asleep under the covers on like an air mattress. I'm like, dude, what the fuck happened last night? He's like, I don't know, but like I'm chilling. Like why are you like freaking out? Like didn't you sleep here too? And I was like, no, dude. I, oh. but it was just scary waking a pepperoni up. blanket. Yeah. I mean, I, it was probably warm. I, there were these massive dudes. Like I was literally touching them like. It was, it was, I was frightened when I woke up, frightened, but yeah, that's a four logos just make you forget things and make you scared. Yeah. When, when you stop remembering your, that short term, that medium term memory, mm-hmm. when it goes away, that's scary. Yeah. It's not a fun time. It's not at all. You know, I'm all for the disassociative stuff. But, about that but the forgetting the the blank when you know you were blacked out yeah. drunk and you don't know what happened scariest thing ever yeah yeah i want to i want to be pulled out of the body not just bl- <laughs> just black darkness just erased yeah <laughs> don't need that yeah i'm afraid that i'd like rob someone or like rob a store or something i don't know why just, like, <laughs> I have this, totally coherent. I have this fear that I rot, like I black out and just rob of like a store, and then wake up and be like, "Yeah, you're going to jail. You you robbed this like ice cream shop or something." I think the first time we have Max on, it it should not be skiing. It should be the roofie races. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about the roofie race later because that's a good script, good pitch. Yeah. Fire. Good story. It, yeah, it's all the things.
So Sam has a bit of a soft spot for the bigger men. <coughs> Kept him warm one night when he blacked the fuck out off of Four Loco. I'm going to tell you guys about a time where he did not have so much fun with a really big man. <laughs> Here Sam is on the hill in Boulder, just mobbing around, having a good time. Off two, three tabs of LSD. <laughs> now that I say that, let me take it back a bit more. Sam's dating this gal. We're just tossing real names out there, right? Like, yeah. you know, the bullshit. Yeah. Cassie. And uh, Cassie's not feeling good or something we don't know. But we had all this stuff divvied out. And the idea was, oh, well, it's already out here. No reason to put it away. <laughs> She's not going to take it. Can't go to waste. It's drugs, you know? <laughs> it's true. So. We split it. Split it. <laughs> it's going not good. It's <laughs> right from the bat. Sam's roommate puts us in front of the TV with just that Windows Vista 7 movie player animation shit yeah. with the balls and the bars and it's just going and it's like a three hour mix so hadn't we not called for help we would have been there yeah just diving deeper and deeper in the wrong direction so we call some people we call a favor in we're like yo here's the situation we i just i'll owe you you need to help us out they get there we're, st we're still locked still locked that tv these people are drunk as shit. Makes sense. It's probably Friday or Saturday night yeah, older. Yeah, it was. That's what's going on. Should have known this, but, you know, drugs. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yo, let's go to Cosmos. <laughs> That's what drunk people do. Yeah, they go to Cosmos. And we're like, okay, yeah, sure, let's do this. <laughs> so we go outside. We're following right behind them. Next thing we know, like, yo, they're a fucking block in front of us. Why, why do they do that? <laughs> okay, okay, let's catch up real quick. It's like they forgot we were there. Yeah, they totally forgot we were there. <laughs> they were not on the same page in any sense of the word. So we, we do make it to Cosmos, all right. We're, we're good at mobbing. We set a course. You keep the... I don't know what I'm getting at there. Anyways, we're at Cosmos. We're outside. There's a nice line. It's the weekend on the hill, pre-COVID. The town is bopping the girls and this guy that we called to help us go inside to get their slice sam and i are trying to follow all of a sudden 275 300 you say big guy big guy <laughs> big fucking guy. see the only reason i put numbers out that big is because i was about a yard or two behind sam and sam tries to duck inside but this man literally without trying took up the entire doorway yeah and I don't mean like more than half where he stands in the middle and it's hard to squeeze by. I mean like he probably had to move a bit left or right, shifting to get inside the door. And he turns around to Sam. Sam's like, you know, can I squeeze by you, man? You know, can, can, I, can I get by? Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? This guy just keeps saying, what? What? He just nails the ground. This guy was too drunk for the doorway. He was too drunk for Cosmos. And we know he's a football player because we just see like 
three, four dudes with those backpacks that they all have. You yeah. know, the ones with the little tags. Yep, yep. They pick them up. And I know these are these are not as big as this man, but they're strong. They've clearly put some work in. They pick this man up and they hustle away. He's gone in three seconds. He was never there. He did not pass out of Cosmos. No one knows this story but us. Yeah. We ended up going to Cosmos. I remember being Sam so is frightened. Terrified. We didn't eat a, eat a bite of pizza. No. I'm pretty sure we ordered pizza and just left before it came out. I think we ordered pizza yeah, and I then I, we right. were sitting there and I was like, dude, I can't be here anymore. There were so many lights. There were and so I was like, I absolutely agree. We could bounce and I would be happier. Let's yeah. do it. One, two, three, go. <laughs> yeah, and we got up and left. <laughs> Did not tell the people he asked to save us. And that was it right there. That decision is what turned it all around. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Then we had a nice walk home. Yeah. It took a long time, though. It took a long time. We crossed AJ going home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so. That's when I knew I was really tripping when I looked <laughs> at his face and was like, what the fuck, dude? It is. I don't, I don't is have. Fucked yeah, up. I don't have the, the insight on his life. But uh, we both knew this guy as a skier in person, and we don't see him for a long time. We hear some, like, hard rumors about him, and then we see him late, late at night on drugs. And this man looks like an anorexic, coked-out meth head yeah. with a samurai bun. Yeah, a samurai bun, <laughs> like head <laughs> shaved with this huge bun on the top of his head. It shook me. And he's just acting like nothing's going on. Like he didn't lose like 60 pounds due to a coke habit. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Yeah. And that was a whole night. We could go on forever about that night. But there are others. All right, we're going to hit a, a quick transition um, into maybe some uh, some ideas for some films. A little script, a little set-up action for a possible movie. The idea is we go from spitballing ideas to some behind-the-scenes, how the process happens, and then soon after, you guys get a finished product. Exactly. So... I may have mentioned, I think I mentioned this to you earlier, but I do have the Super 8 camera that oh, very cool. That um, I kind of stole from school, but not really stole. Uh, we had Extended the, rental? Extended rental, but I'm probably not going to return it. Once COVID hit, we all had cameras and like the, they never asked for them back. Interesting. I think they just, I don't know if they forgot or just said, fuck it. They didn't want anyone like coming in. I don't really know. But they never asked for it back, and I never received an email at, about it. Um, and it's not going to pop up in your tuition bill? I'm done. Oh, of I'm, course not, because you're graduating. I'm out see you. I have no connection other than them calling me asking for more money. That's it. <laughs> just to donate to like the athletic program or something. So I'm off the grid. I now have the cam. But... This idea I have, um, so it's kind of the Super 8's old looking, really cool film, um, but our house that we live in is very 70s, 60, late 60s, early 70s, I'd say. Um, Curved corners. 
Yeah, curved corners. Fake wood. Yeah, fake wood paneling. Like, we've got wallpaper, like weird sliding doors. There's carpet, which the carpet's... Carpet's brand new. It's beautiful. I love it. But it, it helps with the vibe. Um, and, yeah, so it's already got this old kind of vibe to it. So I'm thinking we get dressed up in older people's, not like older people's, but like old time clothing, mm -hmm. what they used to wear and set up a little, little scene. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do for the scene yet. Maybe we can toss out some ideas, but I think just the overarching theme of like back in the day, but now. All right. So here's, here's where I, what I have to shoot. What I was thinking is it starts in back in the day, silent film. You wake up, shot of your eyes, slow, slow pan out unnecessarily long. You wake up, you're freaking out. You're doing all the excessive, like silent film shit. I come in, I'm like, yo, cut the fucking shit. Use your mouth. Talk words. <laughs> we have a microphone. Do you see this? There's a microphone. Use it. And then uh, take it from there. Now now we have Super 8 with sound. Okay. So just like acting like a fool. Like, yo, this is not a silent film. I don't know. Why. Yeah. <laughs> a little break in the fourth wall a bit. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I see. Um, that could be funny. I like that. And then I don't know. Maybe like. You've got to do something. You've just woken up, you're getting out of bed, but but it was like an alarm set. You're popping out, you're going to do a thing, and I just caught you on the way. What are you going to do, though? We're back in the old days. I'm late for my paper route. I got to hop on my route. bike yep. to go deliver the paper around the street. You're coming up, I'm just hassling you. Like, yo, just use your mouth. Stop the gestures. Use your mouth. And you're just like, no. And it cut to, I need to finish my paper route. <laughs> they need to see the news. Yeah. Um, that would be, that would be pretty funny. But then, and then maybe like, we can type up some fake, I've always wanted to do that what? fake news article. Oh yeah. I've wanted to do that for so long. <laughs> Easily do it. Um, or you can always just type one up. It's got to go in a movie. Yeah. So when that psycho pauses it to read the man, uh, fabricated paper, you get to see what I wrote. Exactly. And then, I don't know, maybe we could have, like, the mother and father or something, like, in the house, like, maybe shitting on the kid or something, shitting on me or whoever, that they're late. Like, I can just picture, like, the father on the couch, like, already drinking, like, scotch. How about a character that will, will come back later, just a little quick, like... Set set their tone, you know, if they're if it's like a red form and they're on the couch drinking some scotch. Sam, are you really late for your paper out again? Or is this really the first time you're gonna be late? I don't know how you want to play it. And then you go out, you hop on your bike, you get your paper bag. I roll up, up, hop in the car. And I'm just going right next to you with the window down. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> It's not 1960. I like that. Like, look around. Like, <laughs> I am in a car. Yeah. <laughs> look. <laughs> look at the houses around us. Yeah. Like, just the houses in these neighborhoods. That would be pretty funny. And you never acknowledge it. I'm just like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a, a Stewie Griffin thing where every other character acts like it's the 19, it's 1968 and that's normal. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm here like it's 2020. Why does Sam Brown not get it? Of course, Red Foreman's like he's doing his thing. Yeah. Of course, the dude in the couch or or Lesniak playing the the roommate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're good. Cool. But Sam, dude, stop with the fucking frills and the bow tie and the you're doing a paper route. <laughs> Why are you in a suit doing there's, a paper route? There's no papers anymore. <laughs> we have we have Wikipedia on the phone. I have read it. Like, dude, come on, man. Get with the times. And you still just can't talk. It's just screen cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then, like, and then maybe we could, once that comes in, like, we could transition into, like, digital and be like, because like now that the audience knows it's not the old time, we we could switch to digital, and then or is it like time travel? Yeah. Actually, I don't want to fuck with time travel. Not in the mood. <laughs> a lot of thought. You got to choose a type of time travel. I'm not not going there. Yeah. That'd be okay. Tough. Yeah. So so the audience gets we're just breaking the fourth wall. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Way easier than time travel. Yeah. Yeah, moving to digital. Uh, I guess we'd have to figure out what came first, that VHS or some other colorized or Super A's color. You can buy black and white or color film. Yeah. We would have to decide that before buying. Yeah. Um, we could do Either way, what, what came after the Super 8 as far as cameras go? I don't know. There's a, I don't know exactly. So there could be a gap, or we could go straight to that VHS. Yeah, we could go straight to VHS, and then. Um... <laughs> that was a term that was just before our time. When Maybe. I was a kid, I heard it, but it, it yeah. wasn't formative for me. We yeah. Straight to VHS. <laughs> I don't know what to do from there. From there, I think we go into a banger of a song, a little montage, some time passing. A little montage Bring of in... you showing me normal things now, like things in 2020. Things. Like, are you starting to go wow, or are you just I'm sad like, as I'm fuck? I'm just like, whoa. Okay, An okay, iPhone? so you're, you're not. I, I'm like from that time, or at least I think I am. Yeah. So you're just showing, then we get a montage of you just showing me normal things that i am just starstruck at like holy shit this is wild how about normal things for the time period of the camera we're shooting on super eights are after the 60s right i think so yeah yeah i mean we're gonna start way back with like talk like before the talky stuff like screen like word cards and whatnot like you're going back you're gonna have little tufts coming out of your yeah arm cuffs, and then maybe so we the the mon then we we have that whole montage you showing me things and then we end up like coming back here, and we have the other people the other characters that were like playing in the beginning. A little as, cut. Like, we don't have us coming back. We're in the middle of showing, so the audience thinks you're seeing a little more than you are, even if you are are or are not. Cut back to the house. Everyone knows the house. This is where you started. We got that original character who starts that little scene. We introduce whoever we want. And what are they doing? So I what if we did like we're back here 
and like say they're like my parents or whatever and you come in or i come in and be like mom dad like look at this like technology or like whatever this stuff is and then they go to they talk say something to you like oh my god he like he came out of it he's out of it and you're like i think he's out of it and they're like kind of like um shutter island they're like finally don't have to do this anymore and they strip down their clothes they're regular like whip out their phone like yeah so we were doing this for you because you were stuck in 1972 all right how about you're getting you thought you were <laughs> you're getting 1972 stuff or you're getting 2020 stuff thinking you're 1972 the gears are turning we cut to mom and dad they're in the kitchen they're doing something they still look a little off but what they're doing is a little more normal. They're not reading from an iPad, but they're not reading the paper. Something in between. Like using condiments and making a meal with with the Heinz bottle that's clearly from the 21st century. Mm-hmm. You come back. Someone says some snide remark about not being able to use something like a can't use phones like we want to. We got an old-timey phone downstairs in the corner. But is that really what they meant? Do they mean the iPhone they want to whip out and scroll through Facebook with their little boomer anti-vax posts? <laughs> you come back, you're like, not totally there. You're very close. You know that something's going on. It's You can't explain the shit that you've seen. Mm-hmm. You saw TVs and stoplights and cars crazy shit for 1972 ass break it to your parents and finally strip it off phones out they're doing their thing throwing some airpods yeah yeah <laughs> throwing one airpod like you want to talk to us about this like i've been listening to this podcast yeah <laughs> you were home all night i couldn't i couldn't get to him i couldn't charge him all night i left him in the kitchen And then I just maybe realized, like, oh, shit, what's going on? And then back to my room, a little nostalgia, throw on the record player, go back to sleep. And then, boom. I really like that. <laughs> it doesn't have the whole satisfying it, – it had – yeah. Yeah. Definitely will add or take it away. It invokes some like, thought, not an incredible amount. But on the viewer, the viewer has to stay engaged to some extent. Yes, exactly. I think there's some humor in there. There's definitely some humor. There's definitely some confusion. They're asking themselves questions. Those are my two favorite things. Yes, exactly. So I think we could be able to accomplish a little bit of that with the story. Right. So for episode two... How do you feel about writing a script with a mic? What do you mean writing a script with a mic? We sit here with one laptop or two laptops on a Google Doc, and we just talk through the script, make the script, the scenes, all that stuff, and there's just a mic running the whole time. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. And that's our little behind the scenes. Yeah. We're I'm... making choices. We're putting words on paper. Mm-hmm. 
maybe we come back later and and do some editing that's on the mic or not mm -hmm. it's a choice we can make down the road definitely i like it all right i do too because that'd be sick and then after we finish that we'll go in actually and make the film it's like obviously not gonna be a long film something we can put together in a couple of days and then that's the product we'll have. And then like our weekly, we'll have the cast of how it's going on and then the vid. And it'll kind of be like paired up with each other and you get a little behind the scenes to product. I like it. I like it too. I Let's think do it. Sick. It'll just be pumping out stuff and yeah. We'll do some drama stuff so why not <laughs> so in the middle of that we just talked about this but i was under the impression that we were the only ones here and then i heard a cough and i was like oh my god lesniak's still in the house which i didn't think because originally he was supposed to leave to go to littleton i thought oh, over three hours ago because over yeah over yeah. four about four hours ago. Yeah. I thought he was going to leave around like 6.37. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the reason for the cough is because this man is high. I was going to say <laughs> as something, but I couldn't think of <laughs> I couldn't think of the punchline. <laughs> He's just high. He is just damn high. I go down, switch my laundry, and... He just starts talking about the dryer. And it's all valid points. But I just want to switch my laundry, man. <laughs> so I walk down the hallway with my bag of laundry. And I take one step past the stairs. And I mean, not right foot, left foot, just my right foot. And I start to lean into it. And the wall of pot smoke and that ashtray hits me. There he is again. <laughs> He's awake. <laughs> and I, I start coughing myself. It's a thick haze. It's why I don't want it up here. He hadn't even smoked in the past few minutes. But when it's uh, regular or the place that the paraphernalia lives, it carries a musk to it that I'd prefer a ferret over a bomb. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Ferrets reek. I had a ferret. I thought he was great. <laughs> My dad made me get rid of him because he smelled. Hey. <laughs> Call him Arby for rat baby. So I just went down to investigate. What um, did you find out? So he was planning on leaving. He packed up the car and everything. And Alex texted and said, Did they get in a fight? No. Said, um, did you leave yet? And he said, I was just about to. And she's like, my parents are in this fight. You probably shouldn't come up tonight. Um, it'll just be weird. So then I guess that's when he got high. Mm -hmm. um, I was, and then 
I was like, yeah, I just came down because I heard a cough and thought you weren't here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just took another bong rip. And then I guess I coughed. I don't remember coughing. And I was like, oh, word, yeah. I like, I was just kind of spooked because I thought you were gone. And he was like, that's funny. Were you guys like shitting on me or something? I was like, no. <laughs> um, and then. No shitting. No, not at all. We'll get comfortable with it. Yeah. And we'll start doing some shitting. Yeah. Uh, I just said no. We're just we're just doing the cast, and he's like, "Oh, word." Um, and then he asked if we or he asked what episode two is about, and just told him we're working on it. We're pretty much there. Yeah. So he's still high. It doesn't go away that fast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, getting personal. Uh, Speaking of getting high, I've got this uh, kangaroo bomb I've been building. There right. were these bottles at uh, Rose Hill in the shapes of different animals, race cars, shoes. They're 8 to 12-year-old Armenian brandy. All custom bottles. So what I did today was... Drilled a hole in the back of this kangaroo bottle. Glass, nice, real quality stuff. Uh, I put the brandy in a water bottle, and then I put the water bottle back. So, one of the water bottles in the cabinets is filled with Armenian brandy. Interesting. <laughs> Don't pour that out. If you find one that you're like, yo, this is full of some dark liquid. Yeah. It reeks. Really? I spilled a tiny bit and was like, oh, some gasoline right there. Did you never try it? No, I didn't, didn't try it. I feel like I, I tried a bit just by inhaling the fumes. <laughs> some heavy stuff. Anyways, one of you lucky listeners would like to be the owner of a one-of-one one Armenian brandy kangaroo bong. Hit us up. Let us know. It may be somewhere that you have to find. You know, I think it will. And we can cut from here, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the, that's an awesome first prize. Yeah. We'll, we'll put, put some pictures out on social media. And the first clue for this episode is just... That's what you're looking for. Yeah, this is what you're looking for. Yeah.